How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Come through, queen. I want to see you. Come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan and Brendan, and this is Come Through, Through Queen. Queen. This is episode eighty-seven. Are you trying to get popped, or are you trying to get along? Because we can go both ways. I don't want to get popped. Hi, Brendan. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Hey guys, it's Liam Mocken, and I am wishing you all—that means Brendan, Dan, everyone at Come Through Queen, because let's face it, you know I know how to come through Queen. That's right, I listen. I'm a fan. Okay, so I'm wishing all of you a very, very, very happy new year, and I hope that 2018 blows all your socks off. Okay, happy new year. Thank you, Leanne. So Leanne's not here, but <laughs> that was really her. There's video evidence. Yeah. And we we retweeted it. I wasn't paying it. close enough attention to Twitter that day. I had no yeah. I still don't understand how this came about, but I know that there's a service that you can yeah. like sign up for and um Neely, who you'll hear later, yeah. got Leanne to record this yeah wish come through queen a happy new year but i will say i think she actually listens that's great i mean i feel good about that there's some housewives where i would not want them to listen to oh leanne's the only one that i like that i feel comfortable with not that anyone else is seeking us out yeah but like we are always fighting over like dorinda yeah, that's true. And Luann. And I have hung out with Leanne on two separate occasions. Yeah. So, hey, Leanne. Hey, Leanne. Happy New Year to Happy you, too. Happy New Year to you. Um, And if you record a full-length version of the theme song, we might replace the current one. Just saying. <laughs> anyway, it's been a while since we've been here. It's been so long. How are your how is your holiday season? It's 
It was great. It was fine. It was great. How was yours? I saw you on New Year's. He right here. Yeah, right in this very apartment. New Year's was fun. Yeah, New Year's was fun. Um, I'm like, I was responsible. I didn't get too lit. Yeah. Well, it was also like a more intimate more crowd intimate. this year. Yeah, Dan and Alex like don't have any friends anymore. Oh, get out of Where here. Where did they all go? <laughs> Stop it. Uh... I tried a new recipe this year from the Martha Stewart appetizer cookbook. A little crab salad on a homemade tostone, and it was a, a hit, I would say. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't my favorite. I preferred, like, the shrimp yeah. and well, the chicken. Those are, like, the staples. Yeah. The coconut shrimp and the chicken satay from Chrissy Teigen's He cookbook. allowed a cheese plate there's been into a cheese, the home. There's been a cheese charcuterie... Uh, display every year i've I'd never ma- noticed you've maybe just been too lit to notice i made a point out of noticing because we went to the pre-party Mm-mm-mm. that i don't think you were invited to. yeah yeah <laughs> um and there there was also a cheese plate there yeah but i'm glad the holidays are over the whole month of december feels like a whirlwind yeah just too much too much glad to be back in like a little bit of a routine even though that routine was Taking for a tailspin this Taking week. Taking for a tailspin. That's why we're coming at you a day late. Yeah. Um, the fucking bomb cyclone, which is something I've never heard of before. Yeah, but they're just kind of trying to keep it fresh with like new terms. Is this the Weather Channel just like yeah. trying to stay relevant? Well, like, you know, the blizzards are named. I feel like no one was even talking about this blizzard's name is Grayson. Which is like, like a... Grayson Chance? Remember that little kid who performed <laughs> paparazzi on the Ellen oh, yeah, show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He recently came out. Oh, good for him. Yeah, welcome to yeah. the fam. Yeah, welcome, little monster. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, no one was saying Grayson was all about bomb, bomb Cyclone this time. So they're trying, like, new things, I guess. Yeah, but we did get to work from home. Yeah. Settle the uh, Fifth Harmony promo. Little Mix is better. Little Mix is better, though. Should we get into the news? There's so much to talk about. There's something that we... Everyone knows what we're going to lead with. Because yeah. it is... Possibly the biggest Housewives news of the year. I mean, of 2017. Of 2017. Maybe of a decade. Yeah. Like, when has there been a story this big, except for Teresa going to prison? Yeah, this is the biggest thing since Teresa went to jail. I mean, even when Sonia Morgan got arrested, no one talked about it. And this happened... Christmas Eve. Well, like... It went down Christmas Eve Eve, but like we all learned of it Christmas Eve. Oh, I thought it happened after midnight. Oh, you might be, you're probably right, yeah. So, yeah. But I, like, conflate that into one night. So, Luann Deliceps, well, this is jumping ahead a little bit. Yeah. Luann Deliceps has made the decision to go to rehab following her drunken Palm Beach arrest. This is according to page six. She wrote, after the events of last Saturday night in Palm Beach, I am truly embarrassed. Um, I've decided to seek professional guidance and will be voluntarily checking into Alcohol Treatment Center. I intend to turn this unfortunate incident into a positive, life-changing event. Once again, I sincerely apologize for my actions. I have the greatest respect for police officers and the job they do. My actions against the police alleged in the police report do not reflect my core values and my law-abiding character. I am so grateful for the love and support that I am receiving from my family, friends, and loyal Supporters, so y'all know that she was arrested, yeah. and when she was arrested, she was quoted by the police saying, "What I will fucking kill you." Well, this was after she tried to escape out of the back of the police car. Wait, so let's like, okay, let's break down the incident. So she was staying at this hotel in Palm Beach. She brings a man and maybe a woman up mm-hmm. to a hotel room that turns out not to be hers. Yeah, um, she's rolling around in bed with the man. And the authorities come. Because I think whoever's room it was supposed to be, they alerted the hotel. And then the hotel (laughs) called the police. (laughs) And then when the police arrived, she ran to the bathroom and locked the door. Which is a a page out of Kim Richards' book. That's what she did at the um, Beverly Hills Hotel. It was like the public bathroom, but still. Yeah. and then after being cuffed, she tried to escape from the black, back of the police car and was successful in getting her cuffs off. Yeah. And screamed, I'm going to fucking kill you. Our generation's Houdini. She, <laughs> she's also <laughs> on the Antifa now. <laughs> um, so 
She's saying that it was the first time in Palm Beach since her wedding, and being there brought up uh, long-buried emotions. But also, um, she shouldn't have been there. Right. Why were you there? Yeah. The only thing in Palm Beach is Mar-a-Lago. Especially we... Well, she loved, she loved it there. <laughs> I was like... I was hoping to God this that Mar- she had Mar-a-Lago. begun her night at Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> there was some tie. Like, could you imagine... I think she learned her Mar-a-Lago lesson, though. Yeah, um, but there, like there was also reports of like Tom throwing an unwedding party on New Year's Eve. That's rude. So she knew he was going to be down there. Some people put themselves through emotional torture like that. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Like she was—I don't know—maybe she like pretended she was going to heal. But like Christmas Eve, where were Nolan and Victoria? Were they with the Count? I, I wonder if they were down in Palm Beach as well. Yeah, or maybe they were with, maybe the count got them for Christmas and I that like heightened count, her emotions. I feel like I can't picture the kids ever spending holidays with a count. I don't know. I could see them like bringing Aston over. Mm. Uh, a few other things. The cabaret show must go on. She's still doing it in late February. We should go. The, well, the, the late February date is sold out. Early March, last I checked earlier this week, was still available. I don't know as of recording right now if it's still available. Okay. Um, but okay. Cameras were obviously not filming this incident because this is like in the heart of the holidays, but they obviously were filming before this and filming is continuing now, but she's away in treatment. So I wonder how that's all going to play out. I wonder if it's an outpatient treatment, like who Mm. knows how this is going to go down. She's, she's been very quiet on social media, so we don't really know. But she's obviously like has to rehearse for her cabaret act. Yes, she has to be back in New York eventually. Um, uh, who this is? Who do you think is getting the most pleasure out of this of the housewives? I feel like Ramona. I feel like Sonia because Ooh. spotlight is off her. I just say Ramona because I feel like Ramona takes pleasure in other people's, especially Luann's like issues. Yeah. yeah. Though, like, they were sort of a sisterhood by the end of last season. I guess so. I feel like we are at a point where, like, all of the New York housewives are a sisterhood. Yeah. And when they fight, like, it's like a one-episode thing. Yeah. I hope so, at least. So, we stand with Lou. Yeah. I hope she gets the help she needs, or thinks she needs, according to her quote. Um... And hope she bounces right back. Yeah. Speaking of Christmas, just this is a little bit of a tangent that I wanted to bring up, but I had sure. completely forgotten about it until right now. Carol Radzewell got the invite <laughs> to the Kardashian Christmas party. <laughs> I know. How did we forget this? It's been like a month. <laughs> I know. But like, good for you, Carol. And also, didn't she spend Christmas with like some random celebrity? She spent Thanksgiving with January Jones. Oh, yeah, that was it. Just, like, Carol lives a life that I, st- I don't have it Figured under out. my thumb. <laughs> like, no idea. Like, if you look at her celebrity net worth, which is an episode we're going to do, in like, soon in the future. Yeah. Um, if you look at her celebrity net worth, it's, like, $50 million, which I can't believe because she's over here hawking FabFit tea. <laughs> Unless she really likes FabFit tea. Yeah, but, and like... she's selling her belongings on that website. Yeah, but the $50 million, I don't... Is, like... She has that. And I would say she, like, reaps the benefits of, like, the interest off of it. I don't mm-hmm. think she's trying to, like, deplete it all. Right. And, like, the FabFit is just, like, all right, here's, a like... A bonus check for this month. A bonus Jonas. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, and she also, like, has a house. Remember how she has a house in L.A.? Oh, yeah. That yeah. She had that dog, Margaret, that, like, <laughs> there's <laughs> that so much. lives in my I, life. We could do a full, we should do a full <laughs> fucking deep dive on just Carol, Carol Rod's Trying to understand <laughs> her life. Uh, while we're still talking about New York, we should mention that Dorinda Medley hosted a New Year's Eve party that she was promoting heavily, like leading up to it, despite all the Luann drama. It was like at the Bryant Park Hotel. Yeah. And she reported live from Instagram and then did some interviews afterwards. She was wearing this blonde, like parted in the middle wig. Like a bob. That, that was so jarring. And then we learned that she was ch- channeling Caroline Stanberry, her close personal friend. I know. Bring back Ladies of London. I know. Like, now's the time. Yeah. Especially because, like, 
Jules provided such a different character that we don't see on these shows a lot anymore. A very Alex McCordian, Amy from Gallery Girls. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, someone who, like, is part of, like... We're talking about Ladies of London Jewels. Yes, Not New York Jewels. But is part of the group, like, the group and, like, quote-unquote society. But but very awkward. Awkward, doesn't fit in, and it tries way too hard. Yeah. Like, I I miss miss that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's take a hard right to Rockefeller Center. Sure. So, um, thank you to everyone who reached out to me um, with this news. Um, Hoda Copy has ascended and is the new co-anchor of the Today Show. Yeah, congrats, Hoda. Um, there's not really much to say about that, except I noticed Bethany Frankel has not congratulated Hoda on social media as of yesterday. Yeah, and... Brenda's not just randomly randomly bringing this up. <laughs> Hoda was at Bethany's wedding, after all. They, like, there was a brief time when... Well, actually, it is very much a part of, like, the Bethany-Jill stuff, because that was all based on the fact that Bethany um, got the Today Show co-hosting mm-hmm. gig, where she first met Hoda and formed a sisterhood. Oh. And Hoda was at um, Bethany's wedding. Um, Hoda appeared on Bethany's television show. They did a little skit in a thrift shop set to Macklemore's <laughs> of course. thrift shop. <laughs> <laughs> That's so Bethany. Um, you also did bring up something with regards to the fourth hour of the Today Show that I thought was very interesting. Oh, Your who theories. I think... Well, I think that Jenna Bush Hager is going to ascend to be Kathy Lee's permanent co-host because right now Hoda's doing... The main co-anchoring gig, which is two hours of the show, yeah. and then she misses the Megyn Kelly hour, then she comes back for yeah. the final hour. It's and too much. Just saying, Matt only had to do the first two hours. Yeah. Savannah only has to do the first two hours. Not fair. So I think before the end of the year, we're going to see Jenna Bush Hager take that spot officially. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Unless she does something like shitty in the world. Yeah, but I feel like they've been using... I mean, I'm not a big Today Show person, but like I've been watching while this is all going down. Mm-hmm. And like she's been popping up more than I thought she really ever did before. And they love bringing, they love having her around because like she can talk about like being the daughter of a president back when, um, the transition was happening Mm -hmm. between Obama and Trump. They brought her on all the time. I mean, she's a part of the cast, but they brought her on all the time to talk about like Sasha and Malia Mm -hmm. and like that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so I think it's going to happen. Okay. Uh, real quick. Kyle Richards lost over $1 million in jewelry during a burglary. So she and Mauricio were burglarized last Wednesday, uh, according to page six. And this was their Encino home, which we have not yet seen on the show. Oh. It's the one they bought. Remember they bought a new house? Like, we we talked about it, like, a couple months ago. Oh, I don't, like, Kyle in one year, out the other with me. Yeah, so it's their <laughs> Encino home. Like, um, Encino man? Yeah. Do you know what Encino is? It's a, like a, a, an, an area in California, but like the movie Encino Man was starring... That was like one of my gay access points. Brendan Fraser yeah. in like, as like a hot caveman. Yeah. <laughs> that was like one of the first Your things. Your points. Like seriously, <laughs> that and like fucking <laughs> that movie Ladybugs. Um, okay. Anyway, sorry. Um, but the couple and their children were... Uh, vacationing in Aspen, um, which she was documenting on Instagram. Yeah, so everyone knew the cat was away. She has $1 million worth of jewelry. Yeah, which apparently includes $150,000 worth of watches owned by Mauricio. Yeah. Which isn't as surprising, because I feel like a, wa- like a watch can be pretty expensive. But they like purchased their house for $8 million, so like think about that fraction. Yeah. People but- have so much money. Why isn't it in, like, a safe unless, like, the burglars crack the safe? They might have. Yeah. But I don't know. She She's, like, she probably has, like, one of those big, um... Like a Vanderpump closet, yeah. closet and just, like, letting it all on, be on display each and yeah. every day. I caught a um, marathon of early se- early episodes of Vanderpump Rules the other day. Uh-huh. And the Vanderpump Rules girls going into Lisa's closet for the first time was very funny. Oh, yeah. That was a good scene. Yeah. Uh... Speaking of Vanderpump Rules Girls. Speaking of Vanderpump Rules Girls, Sheena Marie, Sheena Shea. Sheena Marie's upcoming performance in Sex Tips for Straight Women from a Gay Man is going to have some harsh critics. Um, Quote, pretty much everyone is going to see her 
an insider told Page Six on Thursday, the whole Vanderbump Rules cast wants to go out there to support her. It's a big dysfunctional family. Nobody's made specific uh, plans yet, yada, yada, yada. But um, Sheena is taking Sonia's role that Brandon saw off, off Broadway to Vegas. Yes. Well, I think it, I think this, it's an ongoing show already happening in Vegas all the time. Mm, and Sheena's just, just stepping, stepping into, into it. It's not like it's moving from New York to yeah. Las Vegas yeah, yeah. so Sheena can take the role. <laughs> but I saw Sheena in it. I mean, I saw Sonia in it. Yeah. Um, her co-star was someone I went to college with, which was really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a horrible show, but everyone go see it when you're in Vegas. I love the tweet, though, that she tweeted with regards to the show that Page Six ran. L.A. is a town full of fake and selfish people. I'm so excited for this next chapter of my life and my Vegas adventures yet to come. Is Vegas not a town I know. of fake and selfish people? <laughs> I mean, like, I've never been to Vegas, but I imagine it would be worse than L.A. Sorry, oh my, sorry if you live in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna, like, throw dice at you or something. <laughs> I just don't, I, like, have no interest in, like, I don't know, being hot and mm-hmm. doing cocaine. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> something we learned of Today, Real Housewives of Atlanta is getting an after show. So uh, this is premiering this upcoming Sunday, January 7th, uh, right after a new episode of Atlanta, which we haven't had in quite some time. Mm -hmm. So it's going to premiere every Sunday on BravoTV.com. It's not airing on television. It's a web streaming show. And in the trailer, they kind of showed mixes of like different groups of girls, like Kenya and Cynthia, Sheree and Portia. Mm -hmm. Uh, What do you make of this? I think they're doing an experiment to capitalize on a lot of scripted shows or like The Bachelor have these kind of after Mm -hmm. shows that I guess are pretty successful and they keep the fans talking, which is what producers want. Producers Mm -hmm. want like that social buzz happening even after the show goes off the air and they're probably just trying it out on bravotv.com right now just to like see how it'll go. But Dan's face is like contorted and yeah. <laughs> I've never seen him look more displeased. Well, no, my thought is like isn't there a show that airs after Atlanta? Um I there usually is some show like a new show. It's usually not a repeat and I feel like this would kind of compete with the the new programming that airs after Atlanta. Maybe the new programming right now is like something completely different mm. that like they're not necessarily banking on the same audience. But also like think about it like Watch What Happens Live is an after show for yeah, these shows. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. So it's like kind of interesting that they're doing this, but I get I understand why they're doing it. It's it's also weird that they're doing it like halfway through the season. Yeah, but new year, yeah, new, new show. year, new new Bravo. Okay. Uh, Let's take a quick break, and then we'll be back with some Atlanta, Beverly Hills, Vanderbilt Rules, Houses of New Jersey. So stay tuned. Okay, we're back. And it's been a minute since... It's been so long since Atlanta. Atlanta aired. Because it was Christmas Eve and then it was New Year's Eve. Yeah, we've only missed one episode... Of covering the show on Come Through Queen, um, and I don't know if you even remember this. It was like the it was an uneventful episode. It was uh, pretty much just like uh, Cynthia bringing her new man on the boat with Candy and Todd, and they were interrogating him. Oh yeah, yeah and he yeah. was like apparently this guy who's like been on other sh- like a Steve Harvey dating show, and like he some seems other... like that. Yeah, so that was that. And then Portia signs up with those, like, matchmakers who first do the tour of her house. And, like, she has a baby boy's room, a baby girl's room. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she goes on that date with that, like... Oh, that troll-blooded man. Yeah, that troll-blooded man that she almost, like, scooted out of there before the date even started. But, I mean... and Oh, and then, like, everyone's pretty much dragging Sheree for dating Tyrone. Including Jack Daniels. You know what? I love love, and I love whatever love Sheree loves. (laughs) You know? So you stand with Sheree? Yeah. Mm. Always. And forever. Yeah. Uh, I feel like, you know, we were promised Nini, we were promised Kim, and like... 
We're not getting a lot. We're of them. not getting a lot of them at all. I think Kim, we might get more of it later. I don't yeah. know. Well, there's all those rumors of like Kenya getting the boot or something. Yeah, I mean, like if you're gonna do Nini and Kim, do Nini and Kim. Like, yeah. give them both peaches. Give them the center. Well, Kick Nini Kenya has out. a peach, but like she's barely in in these episodes. I know. I will say, not not for nothing, and I I don't. Kim Zolciak isn't my favorite person. Yeah, me neither. But like, there's some sort of there's something that she brings. And I'm like, oh, I'm glad she's back. Yeah. It's like how I felt when Sheree was back, almost. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, at least they're, like, bringing it when they come, you know? Yeah. Um, should we move on to Beverly Hills? What's a thrill? Or do you have more thoughts on Atlanta? No, I think I'm good for Atlanta. Um, should we start Beverly Hills with hearing some words from a listener? Yes. Let's hear from Neely, who shares some sentiments with us. So, Neely, take it away. Hi, Dan. Hi, Brendan. Happy 2018. It's Neely P. I wanted to check in with my boys down on the roundup and say hi. Um, but I, God, I really want to talk about all the shows, but I know we want to stick to topic. So I'll quickly say that the Taco Bell spawn on Vanderpump Rules is definitely working. But what I really want to say is for Beverly Hills, I miss Eileen so much. Rena deserves such a strong ally, and she doesn't have it. I want her and Erica to team up, but I just don't think Erica is the team-up kind of girl. I don't like them like trying to put Teddy as her friend because Teddy is, you know, meaningless, and you know, it just isn't going to work. But um, how dare Dorit? pretend that she's happy to have Lisa Renna at her party and then go behind her back and badmouth her. I was livid. I hope that Harry Hamlin beats PK up in an alley. Like I want them to fight like old school style. I I am so mad, but someone needs to fight for Lisa, and if it's not going to be Eileen, it needs to be somebody. I'll do it, but I don't think they want me on the show, so that's my take. All right, bye. Say hi to Alex. Thank you, Neely. Uh, First of all, Eileen. We miss her. You miss her. Sarah Paulson misses her. Sarah Paulson is asking, where is she? We're all asking where she is. And Have that, we recorded since Beverly Hills has been on? No. No. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> uh, I feel like that's a big point like that we would have talked about. Yeah. And even like they try to pretend like, oh, like she's busy. Because like Kyle invites her somewhere and she's like, oh, she was busy filming. Oh, I think it was like Kyle invited her on the Vegas trip, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Beverly Hills... So far, it's good. I love it. I feel alive. And before we get to, like, really what's going on here, mm-hmm. Alex went on this bender while we were, like, hanging out during the holidays of watching seasons one and two of Beverly Hills, and then also six and seven. What are we... Are we on eight right now? Sure. I don't know. The prior two seasons. Uh-huh. And, like, the prior two seasons ended up not being... As bad. As bad when you, like, watch them all... Like, one after the other. Yeah, I feel like that happens... Like, yeah. I I would agree with that sentiment. Um, so, do you want to talk about Lisa Rinna um, and who she needs to be on her side? Yeah, she's kind of lost at sea right now. Her only friend really is Kyle, maybe, but not really? Erica? Yeah, but not really. She's yeah. just sort of like a terrestrial being... Well, that was something else that came up during our marathon watching is like this series more than any other series. Like they only see each other when they're filming. Yeah. Like, and how many times do they see each other? Like five days a year. It's so weird. (laughs) It's so weird. They're like coming in like strangers. I know. And like, they talk about it. Like they're like, oh, "Oh, I haven't haven't seen seen this. Like, at least in New York, they're like, oh, yeah, I saw them a couple of times over the summer. Yeah. Or whatever. And I like, sorry, this is a tangent. Yeah, yeah. But I like New York's shooting schedule where they can refer to the summer as a mm-hmm. time when they weren't filming. Yeah, yeah, Um, I have a lot of thoughts, actually. Teddy, what's your feeling about her? Uh, you know, we normally don't like a young housewife. Mm-hmm. But she seems 
less guarded and unhinged enough to be a little bit better than the typical young housewife. Mm -hmm. The one thing that I will not stand for is another horse girl on my television. Like, we just saw Ariana prancing around on a horse, like... We're at the fucking horse back riding camp every... (laughs) Is it the same place? (laughs) Probably. Like, every second. Um, I agree with that. I also, like, want to call bullshit on, like, everyone talking about how much Lisa Vanderpump, like, loves and rides horses. This hasn't been part of her thing. Oh, my God. Except for the fucking miniature horse, but, like, this is never... She's not riding the miniature horse. It's never been a part of her character. Stop, like, making shit up. Yeah. Also, Jiggy being eight years old... That was a shock. Like, what did she get him the day before they started filming season one? She must have. I will say, thinking back to season one, he was, like, young and cute. Mm-mm-mm. But, like, man, he's aged worse than, like... <laughs> I, I was trying to think of, like, an example, know. but I couldn't. Moldy bread. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So, I just want to quickly... Stop into the Vegas trip for a second. Okay. I well, okay. Even before that, I love Dorit this season. Yeah, you've been like on a bender about I, Dorit. I can't get enough of Dorit. I love all the different hairstyles she's doing. The confessional looks. She is lighter and brighter. Um, I will say I'm concerned about oh. the money situation. Yes. It's scary. Like, I can see... It feels like... It's not as bad as watching Teresa first season of Real Housewives in New Jersey. Yeah. But it feels weird and sketchy in that way. In the same way, yeah. Like... But there's also... There's, like, already rumblings of, like, bankruptcies and stuff with them. Right, because, like, he manages Boy George, that's it? No, he said, like... what is He's an entrepreneur, but, like, what are you entrepreneuring? I haven't right seen now. you on Shark Tank, bitch. Yeah. For that reason, we're out. Yeah. Where's Lori? <laughs> um, yeah, obviously that's concerning, but like, I loved Dorit with Erica in, in Vegas. I liked that. I liked when they were gambling and drinking at 10 a.m. Yeah, I love that. Um, I did. I know that like we want our housewives to like spend exorbitantly, but yeah. I was like, I like felt for Teddy. I was like, I wouldn't give up my chips if oh, I won eight yeah. hundred bucks. I'm keeping that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's uh, she's giving a different spin in the Beverly Hills, <clears throat> and we don't like to comment on women's looks on this podcast. But like, when she walked into Villa Blanca to Dorit's party, I was like, she's like stunning. Yeah, she is beautiful. Like. I was like, I saw her in a new light. Well, it was also shocking when they showed, like, the flashback. Like, she said, she, like, talks about why she became an accountability Mm -hmm. coach. Like, I'm surprised that she even provided that old photo of her to Bravo. Yeah. Um, One thing. We have, we've seen a couple older housewives come back. We have Camille as a friend of. She's not doing a lot. Like, oh my god! Everyone, uh, I, it's uh, and whenever like Camille comes on, I pretend I pretend I'm like, oh my god, it's Camille, Saint Camille. Like, <laughs> it's almost like how Britney Spears fans, yes, yes, will like she's back. Yes, a lot like that. And I was the biggest fucking Camille fan back in season <laughs> yeah, of two. Course, like of course. the OG Stan. Yeah. But, like, didn't do much. I also wanted something from Adrian. Because when I saw the photos of them all in Vegas together, I was like, I hope we get something from Adrian. Like, I mean, she walked into the room, but her body walked in, but I don't know if anything else was there. She's just, like, a non-entity. She just <laughs> loves saying she just kept on being, like, like old times. Yeah. I do like how she calls people honey. I remembered that from, like, back when she was, like, <laughs> it was like she thanks Kyle for getting her a drink. She's like... There's something about the way she says honey. Just like, it's a little gravelly. There's something about the way that Dorit says Rinna that I love. Rinna. Rinna. Oh, yeah. That's, that's it's like it. that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can't believe I'm excited about Beverly Hills and these days. And, like, people, people are complaining about it. Who? People online. They think nothing's happening. Nothing is happening. But, like, we're not... We're we're bopping around more instead mm-hmm. of like just talking about one thing like ad, no, ad nauseum. Right, 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 right. 
Exactly. Yeah. It's interesting. It's fun. Um, Teddy tried to like sort of get into it with Erica. Yeah. Which was interesting. It was like an interesting try. It didn't work. Yeah. Um, we're seeing more about Erica growing up because she's working in that book. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all fresh, fun, fun and flirty. Renna has rat poop in her stove. That was beautiful. We talked about this in this household. How isn't it interesting that Renna and Harry Hamlin got married in that home and they're still living there 20 years later? But like, like they haven't upgraded or anything. Um, I get, like, I don't know. It's nice to stick around sometimes. I know, but, like, all these other people, they're, like, in and out every other week. I know, but, like, most normal people, <laughs> like, most normal people, like, the the house that they raise their kids in, a lot of people really like to stick around the house. And I know we watch Family Stone, and, like, you had the same questions about that house. <laughs> but, like, there's a lot of people who stick around. Okay. Um, okay, this episode was Dorit's birthday. Yes. And it was nice that she invited Rena to the <laughs> to the party. And Rena gives a speech. <laughs> I loved it. It was at Villa Blanca, which I yeah. feel like we haven't bopped into Villa Blanca in a while now that Pump is around. Yeah. I mean, VDP's got to keep all her places in the spotlight. So we're back at Villa Blanca. Yeah. I can't wait till Tom Tom opens, by the way. But um, oh, we'll get there. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, and then, uh, what's her name? The kid calls... Jagger. Jagger calls... Jagger. <laughs> Erica the bad guy. Which, she took in stride, which was great. Yeah. It's, I don't know, I've not, it's all great. I love Kyle not being in most of this episode. I love that so much. I want to talk about this vacation, because Kyle does go on a family vacation every summer, but... This might be the first year where they didn't allow her to bring a camera. Mm. Like, Vanderpump went on one a couple years ago. Um, I'm pretty sure she went on one solo last year. The Bros went on one solo? Remember when it was just like... Oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about specifically about Kyle's vacations. Oh, okay. Vanderpump went up with Kyle one time somewhere abroad. Um, But they didn't even give... They gave Kyle, like, a fucking iPad to (laughs) say hi to Rena. She's like the modern-day D. Simmons 1000. Yeah, but, like, I think there's something... She's necessary in a lot of ways. Like, she's she's the only person holding this group of strangers together. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that that is the one point. Although, I do... This is the point I was going to make earlier, and then Dari got me sidetracked. Mm Mm-hmm. The fight between... It wasn't even a fight. Like, her bringing up running to Harry Hamlin in the woods... No, in the Dusty Hill uh, with Lisa mm-hmm. was the biggest nothing that could have that she could have come up with. And, like... First of all, Rena would know right. that this occurred. Right, and... I feel like Kyle complains when people talk about her sister, yet she's making her sister a fucking plot point. Exactly. Exactly. And, like, she's lucky that, like, it didn't go down into anything, like, defamatory about Kim, really. Yeah, because Rena didn't even want to talk about, like, Rena's like, like, I know. She could have caused a fucking other breakdown for Kim. And the the other thing is, this run-in, it's not like it happened, like, a week before the Vegas trip. The way the story's told, it happened, like, right after the reunion. Happened the day after the reunion. So you're now bringing this up, like, a half a year later? Just another, like, they haven't seen each other since. Yeah. Which, if it was that big of a concern, you would have brought it up right away. But no, you want to create a storyline for yourself. Yeah. Using Kim, who's not even appearing once this season. You know what? Give us a one-year break from Kim, but next year, bring back Kim, bring back Taylor, bring back... <laughs> oh, my God. Adrian. I mean, just, like, let's re- recreate the magic of season mm. two. No, you can't You can't recreate. You need to just move go forward. I did love... I don't even know, like, the circumstances of this. When Vanderpump and Renner were talking about, like, age, and they were looking at... Like, the license. Mm-hmm. And Renna was just, like, making fun of Vanderpump being so much older. But Vanderpump's only three years older than Renna. But then Renna was tweeting that she thinks that... She's 80. Vanderpump <laughs> is lying. And that she's actually 70 or something. Uh, okay, and then we have the Teddy Dorit Moroccan dish dinner date. 
that dish. <laughs> it didn't look appetizing <laughs> to me. It was a little dog foody. It was a lot. Color-wise, texture-wise, apparently very spicy. Dorit's very proud of that. <laughs> the dish has no name. It's just a Moroccan dish. Do you find Teddy's husband handsome or no? I would say from the neck down. I would say in pictures, he looks like a movie villain. But like, there's yeah. something about seeing him like move. Mm, you need to see him in motion. You have to see him in motion, and then you see. It's a little Mark Anthony-ish. If you think about it, she this was a one night stand, mm-hmm. so like she had to do the one night stand thing. And then she probably like tried to stalk him online and found pictures and was like, what was I thinking? Uh, and but then, then saw him in person him again and was again. like, oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's pretty much it. I mean, the moral of the story, though, is Beverly Hills is pretty good. It's, yeah, it's decent. It's as, I mean, it's much better than how we were feeling last year. Right. So what more can it we It feels ask fresh. Yeah. Okay. We'll stay in the area. <laughs> Vanderbilt rules. Okay. Um, also fresh. This season has been like a roller coaster from episode one. Yeah. It feels like, it feels as fresh as Ariana's haircut. Which looks so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I think we were in a point with Vanderpump rules where like... It was always good, but, like, there's only so many times you could see sort of, like, the same fights. And it feels like they've spun a wheel. Yeah. And we've got new people in focus. We've got Brittany in focus. Yeah. And, like, the other people are all still there. They're just playing a little more of a supporting role. Yeah. I mean, it is sad that Judy is barely in these episodes. I know, but, like, I love when she gets worked up. (laughs) (laughs) And I love, like... I loved the moment when Ariana called Tom to tell him not to let Jax go back to Britney's, mm-hmm. and she, Ariana used Kristen as a threat against the guys. Did you notice that? I forgot about that. She was like, "You know how crazy Kristen can get," <laughs> and like Kristen was like right there and was like, yeah, "Like, yeah, playing along." I mean, like the witches of WeHo all hanging out together, like every single little witch. Well, the witches of WeHo are only Kristen, Stassi, and Katie. But like, but they're letting others into their coven. Yes, and literally doing witchcraft. Yeah, and they were partying till like three forty in the morning. They showed like the timestamp. Beautiful. And, and then, then they woke up the next morning hungover, and Stassi cracks open a beer. <laughs> and they post mated Taco Bell. Ooh. No, Taco Bell's fucking amazing. I actually just, I wish there was one on my way home. I would mm, pick some mm, up. Mm, mm. It's so good. And like they got quesadillas. Mm. Um, what else about this episode? Shark Tank. Oh yeah, there was a Shark Tank mention. <laughs> when Tom Tom were going to negotiate negotiate with Lisa and Ken, they, Tom Schwartz said it was like walking into Shark Tank. Yeah. Which, maybe, now that Bethany's cracked the Shark Tank... Um, seal, maybe Lisa and Ken should go on. They can share like a little bench next to Lori. Yeah, I'm trying to think who, if it's not Lisa and Ken, who else? Other than Bethany. I can't really think of anyone. There's no other. Like Rich. Like DeBrow. But like, she doesn't do businesses except for that no, champagne. No, but she does like, no, but she does like the book and the skincare and this and that. I feel like they have some money to fool around with. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. But, like, would you really trust Heather DeBro to, like... <laughs> be my shark now? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, Mr. M- Wonderful, take me. <laughs> I was watching an episode last night, a rerun, where he was being so mean. Oh, my God. He was, like, y- making a guy cry. The kitchen guy? The, yeah, the kitchen safe the, guy. Oh, my God. I felt He's so... Like, be a man. Be a man. I'm <laughs> glad that Lori and the guy from uh, fucking what's it, GoPro scooped him up. You know... <laughs> we should have like a Shark Tank spinoff podcast. We should actually do an episode. We should do a Shark Tank episode and we can bring Jamie Missy on because she is mm-hmm. a pro. It's all she talks about. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just funny thinking about Shark Tank. 
<laughs> what were you gonna say about Shark Tank? <laughs> no, just like thinking about like it's just so silly. Okay, I'm sorry. It's the best show on TV. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Jax does come home. Well, and... we didn't finish talking about Tom Tom. They got the oh. deal they wanted. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For that reason, they're in. Yeah. Because they got fifty k each. I think it was instead of one hundred twenty that Lisa and Cannon originally asked for. Yeah. But for a lower percentage, which is five like percent how it each. Usually, like plays out on Shark Tank. Yeah. Okay. So that's the negotiations. They're in. Tom Tom's is alive. Jax comes home to and confront the witches. The witches are all sitting in a fucking <laughs> nice looking sectional. I love a sectional. <laughs> With a bubble print in the background. You should get a sectional in your new place. We will. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so then Jax like, is just so angry. <laughs> And then he's like yelling at Brittany, you're not that devastated, you're purring everywhere. And Brittany just like starts hitting. Socks him. <laughs> I loved everyone yelling at Jax when he came in. Yeah. Um, I love the fact that like Stassi knows she's been there. Um, it just like one only thing would make it better if Laura Lee came in and joined Mm-mm. the witches. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We get a scene with Sheena, Ariana, and Lala hanging out in Sheena's, Sheena's master bedroom that's been converted to a closet. Which is so disgusting. Everyone acts like it's like so nice. It's got a ratty carpet. I know. Right. And they were like sitting on it. <laughs> Lala is a star. She comes in on fire. <laughs> she comes in ready to pop. <laughs> Ariana doesn't want to get popped. Um, so we get Sheena stirring the pot a little bit, talking about how Katie mentions mm-hmm. Lala's boyfriends. <laughs> and, then, and then Lala's like, Katie impersonation. I saw it on TMZ. <laughs> I was online. <laughs> was the, the, the impression is actually pretty so good. Much, it's like better than we can even recreate. <laughs> uh, I just, I, like, I can't wait to see what goes down between Lala and anyone she hates on the show. I know. But Lala drops the bomb that Tom Schwartz... Was making mm-hmm. out with a girl somewhere. A girl who subsequently filmed the scene with Lala confessing to the make out. <laughs> so messy. Um, which <laughs> becomes the rest of the episode. Yeah, at Guillermo's party. Which Stassi plans. And Jackson and James Kennedy weren't allowed to, and they hung out and had so much fun. Yeah. Drinking absinthe. Oh, yeah. I love that I scene. I loved that scene. The editing was like, Mwah. Beautiful. Beautiful. There was like visual effects. <laughs> Not, I haven't seen such a well-edited scene since uh, Ramona was with Carol explaining what she was been up to oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. one time. Um, but <laughs> um, the party, was it was fine, but it was like every party at Sir. Yeah. Like Stassi didn't do much except like plan a photo book. Brittany had to work. Yeah. The party. <laughs> she was the only one who had to work. And then, I think I mentioned this to you. There's a server, who I think was a bartender in the in the garden, who is just looking on, watching other people talk, and they give him a Chiron. It says, Wes- Wesley. Why? <laughs> he didn't say anything. He might have more to do. Yeah, so we think he might be one of the people who you don't know who they are in the title card. Right. So maybe something's coming with Wesley. And there's another person in the title card who I was telling you about. Yes. Who I've heard some things about. And she wrote, like, on Instagram that, like, I shared my personal life on Vanderbump Rules. But we haven't, like, seen anything from yeah. her. Her name's Billy something. We don't know what's going to happen with Wesley. But while this whole, like, fight at the party is going on, mm-hmm. I'm thinking to myself, while Lisa's, like, getting involved... Lisa is so good on this show. Yeah. She, like, gets right in there, but then backs away. It feels like two different human beings. Mm-hmm. Like, the Lisa that's on the show and the Lisa that's on Beverly Hills. Yeah, I, she should drop Beverly Hills. I know. I mean, we said that. Mm-hmm. But she's not annoying me as much as she was for a while on Beverly Hills now. Right. But she's just, like, so good on this show. Yeah. Um, I liked seeing Lisa chastise Tom. Oh, yeah. It was, like, so enjoyable. I went to the woods. <laughs> and it felt like it felt like there was a lot at stake, too. Mm-mm-mm. Like, I was like, 
oh my god, they're business partners, and yeah. now she's not going to trust him. Mm-hmm. It, like, there were real stakes to this, mm-hmm. um, which I enjoyed. Also, Tom, there's something about him... Sandoval or Schwartz? Schwartz that's just getting less sexy and less mm-hmm. sexy and less sexy. Your eyes are moving to Logan now. No, my eyes are moving to <laughs> DJ James Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Just kidding, not really. Um, but, like, to have another... Th- Another situation where you just don't remember making out with someone when you're a married guy. Oh, yeah. It's like, Egh. Yeah. And then we get a preview of next week, and the hits keep coming. Lala says there's audio, and we don't know of what. I think it's, from what, what I gathered from, like, snooping around, I think it's audio of Jack's, like, Talking shit about Britney. I could be wrong, but I like read that somewhere. Um, like calling her like fat and ugly and that sort of shit. Oh my goodness. But it could also be audio of him diddling Faith. Yeah. Or like the old lady snoring in the background. (laughs) (laughs) What if it was just (laughs) audio of snoring? (laughs) Okay. Last but not least, New Jersey, uh, which this is the second to last regular episode of the season. I thought this was going to be the last episode. I know. Things that got like moved around and mushed around. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened. But, you know, it's, it's falling apart. It's lost something. Yeah. It started really strong this season, but like... Mm. Well, okay. The Melissa restaurant storyline is just so dumb. Yeah. And, like, the way they cut it to look like there was going to be a big fight was, like, really sneaky because it really wasn't a big fight. Just, like, it's a fucking slice restaurant. <laughs> like. But we all know the truth. Like, they're just putting their name on a restaurant that already existed. Yeah. They changed the sign is all. <laughs> it's so dumb. I, I think it's time... For Melissa to go. I don't think Zia Melissa adds anything Mm. anymore. Except that we get to call her Zia Melissa. (laughs) I do love calling her Zia Melissa. I think Joe is so boring. Mm. He gets too involved. Put Teresa by herself without a family member and let's watch what happens. Live. Because we haven't seen her without a family member in years. And it could be more interesting. I mean, like, yeah. the, the stuff between Teresa and Dolores is very interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they have that, like, friendship. But, like, Teresa doesn't like that she's not a soldier. Yeah, and Dolores, like, moves, like... I love the way she moves when she gets <laughs> mad. <laughs> Did you love the way she moved up at Sacred Heart? Um... Spoiler alert, he goes to Sacred Heart. <laughs> I'm glad I can... I feel like I avoided saying it because I thought it was like weird to talk about where, where this kid goes, goes to college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, my cousin is his classmate. Yeah. Um, they've eaten dinner together once. So here's what really confused me during this college trip. Why is he taking a college trip like... Near months before going to college. When was this filmed? Seems like May. Just, uh, I don't know. Maybe Don't he... you have to decide by then? You have to decide. Don't you decide, <laughs> like, in April? I think so. Or, I don't know. Because, like, on the drive up, it's as if he's deciding between five places. Like, are they pretending that I he's going to college? they might be pretending. <laughs> and, like... The school just agreed to do get like because he's going there and to get promo. Uh, hmm. Either way, I didn't mind the scene. I like seeing the side of Dolores. I like Dolores this season. She woke up from last season from her coma. I like the weird storyline with her ex husband. <laughs> it's so weird. It's so weird, but like, there's something very watchable about her, and I think they should like consider. I hope she doesn't leave. Yeah. Like, spoiler we all heard the news about Siggy's leaving. We'll talk about that a little later. But, like, if Dolores leaves, we've got nothing. And they're not going to give Danielle a meatball? 
Because Margaret's putting it on. Like, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I liked Margaret at the beginning. Mm. I There's still a chance for me to continue to like her. Mm-hmm. But she is performing in like such an obvious way. Yeah. She is a fan of the show and she's acting like she thinks she needs to act to be on one of these shows. Fucking I don't want to see Marge Senior. Marge Senior is not a star. I know, not a star. Stop wheeling her out. I don't want to see her on Watch What Happens Live <laughs> one more time. It's like ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, before we get to <laughs> the stupid opening party for a restaurant that's already open. The sit down. Oh yeah. Between the, be- the best scene of this this episode. Which one of the daughters was it? So it was Jillian. It wasn't Christine. Christine did not want to be involved. Interesting. Uh, Jillian was the younger one. While the sun went down. Sense. She was like around 10 or 11 during the Last Supper. Mm. <clears throat> Teresa was visibly nervous. <laughs> and we've, ne- we've never seen this side of Teresa ever. I mean, she still stumbled towards her way to an apology. But this was maybe the cleanest apology she's ever given. Right. Because like Danielle got her in like a spot. You can't say no to this kid. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way you can say no. There's no way you can be mean to this kid. Yeah. Who, like, is still very young. She's still, what, in her late teens? She's 19. 19. So she's still a child. Yeah. Um, it was a great, productive meeting. Do you believe that these kids were this upset by... Yeah. Remember Christine's, like, article that was online that oh, yeah, went around... Yeah, yeah. That was like very emotional. Yeah. I also think that like the way Danielle behaved the year after that also was a factor in all of that. Um, but I understand why yeah. the kids put the blame on Teresa. Because Teresa did break the seal. Yeah. She did set the scene for what this show then became for the next several years. Yeah. But Which also, we're grateful for. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, it was interesting that, like, Danielle's kids were the ones who were still in the room. And all the older kids were out of the room? Well, no, no. Like, and the Manzo kids were there, but, like, Teresa's kids weren't in the room or anything. How many kids did she have at that point? Two? Three. Melania, mm-hmm. like, was... She was pregnant with Melania during the reunion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then we get to the grand opening party. Should we play a clip? Yes, we have a call from Pittsburgh, an unidentified caller from Pittsburgh. It's our second call from Pittsburgh. Yeah, two Pittsburgh callers. We love Pittsburgh. Let's... Love Pittsburgh a lot more than I love Las Vegas. <laughs> Let's take a listen. Hi, boys. Happy New Year. Calling to comment on Siggy Flicker's tweet that reads. Would Andy want to meet Kathy Griffin's family member? No. So why the hell would I want to meet someone's mom? Who expressed her intent to ambush me? This was a filler scene for deleted sex in the bathroom scene. I think we all know who was having sex in the bathroom. One Danielle Staub. She was really trying for that meatball to ensure her place in the cast. Will we ever see this deleted scene? I wonder. Only Andy Cohen knows. Good luck. And goodbye from Pittsburgh. Thank you, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Um, I totally forgot about this whole Danielle sex in the bathroom scandal yeah it was like something that was like reported on radar online or like all about the housewives or like one of those i'm not sure we even covered it because it seemed so ridiculous right but siggy flicker confirmed yeah that there was some drama about danielle staub effing marty in the 
Gorgopasta bathroom. And apparently one of like the, the a few of the people who run one of those blogs about housewives was at this opening and like confirmed that happened and the ladies talked about it. That's crazy. But like they cut it from this whole episode. Um I wonder if it would if it will come up in the reunion. If Sydney yeah, maybe Sydney will bring it, bring it up with guns ablazing or Dolores. So, would you have met Marge Senior if you were <laughs> Siggy? Yeah, I feel like I'm usually nice to people's parents, even if I'm not crazy about like the person. I don't think I would have met Marge Senior, uh, but that's after watching I, her on television. I, you have been dead against and Marge being Senior. like so sick of her. <laughs> um, uh, I listen. Danielle should have a damn meatball. Yeah, because she like really a lot of this season's stuff was contributed to by Danielle, and she was the one who was like, "I'm gonna go get Siggy." Yeah, and Siggy refused. Yeah, um, yeah, we'll see. Um, next episode is the Studio Fifty Four party, which it's so weird how Siggy is going to that, right? But wouldn't talk to. To Margaret at the opening. <laughs> Siggy is the weirdest housewife so I've weird. ever seen. And I had hope for her that at the beginning of the season I was like, oh, she's gonna bring something like new, but then it just like I don't she's not well. Yeah. She's not well. Which I think is now the perfect transition to our freak of the week and the one true queen. Surprise, bitch. It's Siggy is our freak of the week. <laughs> so she officially announced that she's leaving Real Housewives of New Jersey after only two seasons. The reality, tar, reality star t- tells us weekly. She's 50? She's 50. She, she like, great. Yeah, looks great for 50. Uh, so she says, looking back at the show, I truly wanted to make a difference for Jersey. And in Jersey, I re- and I realized that I had too many obstacles working against me and I couldn't do it. I feel like I lost the battle, but I won the war because at the end of the day, everyone's goal should be to be happy. <laughs> She's quoting the Beyonce Pretty Earth <laughs> music video. <laughs> this, up until there, this quote could be like what Chris Christie says when he resigns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's nothing more that I love than myself, my husband, Michael Cabanella, <laughs> and my family too much for them to be unhappy and for me to be unhappy. So production source tells us that Siggy feels she got the rough rough edit this season and feels betrayed by production. There's not a chance she'll be she'll go back. She feels liberated, an insider says. Another insider claimed Siggy was very difficult to work with this season. She was not going to be asked back. Fan reaction about her has been very negative, especially with what she posted on social media. She gave this statement to Bravo's Daily Dish. After much reflection and Bravo's support, I've decided that this will be my last season on The Real Housewives of New Jersey. I am grateful to the network for allowing me to be a part of the successful franchise and wish only the best for Teresa, Melissa, Dolores, Danielle, and Margaret. At this time, I want to focus on my beautiful family, my growing business, and some exciting new projects. What's her exciting new projects i wonder if she'll restart the podcast with sammy sweetheart oh it's time i'm sorry it's time to get sammy sweetheart on this show get snook get jenny let's get all three get dina cole yeah i worry about snooki though <laughs> you're worried no i know i worry about snooki like bringing it because remember she was on celebrity apprentice and like she was like a mouse oh but i think that was because she was scared of the competition mm. this is more about just living your life yeah i i I still follow Snooki on Snapchat. Mm-mm. Enjoyable to watch. Though sometimes it's repetitive. Yeah. Um, but isn't this really strange that Siggy's announcing a departure before. well before a reunion aired? Like yeah. many episodes before a reunion aired. Is this unprecedented? Is this the first time this has happened? Like virtually mid-season. Yeah. I don't know. I that's something we should know. I think feel she like. needs to go to her therapist. <laughs> okay, and Brendan, who's our queen? Hoda. <laughs> Congratulations, Hoda. We love you. <laughs> that's uh, it for this week. Ooh, 2018, baby. Off to a great start. Woo. Um, make sure you subscribe on iTunes and Google Play if you're not already. Um, Leave us a review there, you freaks. 
Um, we want to hear from you, and we might play what you have to say. Leave it short and to the point. Yeah, these calls this week, beautiful examples of short and sweet. Um, call 717-47-FREAK. That's 717-47-FREAK. Where can we find you online, Brendan? You can find me at not Brendan. Where can we find you? Uh, at IDKIDK. I think you could also find both of us playing GTA five online brendan's a gamer now i'm a gamer (laughs) so like comment subscribe heart share retweet love us love us please retweet see you next week bye bye i wanna see you come through queen 